What's up, guys? Rick here to talk about one and done end game. The two biggest mistakes that I see people make during the season. Listen, there's a lot of strategy around one and done before the season starts. This is going to be a little bit different. I've I've done those videos. I've I've written those posts. This is going to be about the adjustments being made in season from week to week and also the two big things that I think people are screwing up that are giving you an opportunity to make up ground on them and or pass them. Okay, let's jump into it. So first off, there is just an explosion in one and done. You know, the, the growth of that part of fantasy golf is has been staggering. You know, these are leagues and pools that were generally being, you know, held underground amongst a group of friends. And now they're making their way onto the internet onto fully regulated websites and the growth year over year is is nuts. You know, just this year alone, there are multiple one and dones that have thousands and thousands of entrants with a hundred to two hundred dollar entry. There is a one and done that has a twenty five hundred dollar entry that got over two hundred and fifty people. There's over six hundred thousand dollars in that prize pool alone. There's literally millions of regulated dollars hundred percent legal in these pools and leagues and contests, and it's growing year over year. And, you know, I've, I spend a lot of time on one and done content, but a lot of it comes from kind of what to do to start the season. Um, maybe some, some week to week, like, Hey, should I play this guy or should I play that guy? But I think there are still two big things that have not been drilled down enough on that I think provides the most opportunity to help you win some of those millions of dollars, whatever your percentage that you're looking to get might be. So number one is the idea of future value. And I talked a lot about this during my preseason one and done video about how different the PGA tour is with their purses this year, you know, anywhere from 8.3 million or even down to 7.8 million up to 25 million, nearly four X, right? Like three and a half X, the biggest purses compared to the lowest purse. That's very different for this year. And a lot of signature events that, that blow that up as well. And the idea of future value is a golfer more valuable for me to use now or is he more valuable for me to use in the future to save? That is a question that I think most people ask themselves um, a little bit, but they're not asking themselves enough. Should I use Rory McIlroy this week at the Farmers Insurance Open, or should I be saving him for A, an event that he is better suited for, B, an event that he is going to be less owned at, or C, an event with a bigger purse. So even as we go down the future value path, it does branch off into a few more uh, a few more roads. So question one, is a golfer better suited for a different event later down the road? Well, here is the list, and you've probably seen me show something like this before. The ultimate course horses. These are golfers that have played at least 20 rounds at a specific golf course since the start of 2016, and it is sorted by who has gained the most strokes. It's pretty straightforward. And what you're going to find is there there are natural fits for golfers. Justin Rose at Torrey Pines, Rory McIlroy at Bay Hill, Tony Finau at a couple of different places, TPC Twin Cities and 
Torrey Pine. Sung JM's got one, two, three, four courses in which he gains at least 1.8 strokes to the field. So when you are looking at this and saying, wow, um, you know, I, I think Sungjae Sung Jay might be, you know, you might have sat here at the American Express and said, wow, Sungjae M is a really good fit for the stadium course. What is his future value? And if you looked into that, you would have seen that he has a lot of positive future value because you could use him at Sedgefield for the Wyndham Championship. You could use him at Arnold Palmer's Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill, or you could have used him what what would ended up have been been the next week at Torrey Pines. So in a week where Sungjae was probably one of the most popular selections, you could have very easily found better places for him or places that are equal in the future. So future value, and it's hard to quantify that. I think people are asking themselves that, but it's hard to quantify. So here's the list and you can get this. I mean, it's all on, it's on my website, rickrungood.com. You can you sort by this. It, it, it is truly, and when you see guys like Rory McIlroy, right? Rory at Quail Hollow, Rory at Augusta National, Rory at TPC River Highlands, which doesn't even feel like that great of a fit for him. And of course, Rory at Bay Hill. There's almost always going to be a lot of future value for Rory McIlroy. So my big takeaway here is, you should be asking yourself this, but you should also be able to find the answer. And and that's where the data comes into play instead of just trying to go with a gut reaction. So that's that's part one of the future value branch. Is there a spot that you could play the golfer that will be better or or equal to or similar to later in the future? Part two is, is there a spot in the future in which this golfer will be lower owned? We're starting to get into specific game theory, and we're going to dive into that more in just a second. But the idea of how owned a golfer has already been, how much has he been used, versus how much he is going to be used this week is critical. Now, there are not a lot of great ways to get this information. Um, I know of about one and a half ways to get this information. The way that I get this information, and this is not unique to me, I think anybody can do this, is I go to a website called officefootballpool.com. And because I'm in a league there, I think you might have to be in a league there. Let me show you. You can go to picks and go to site-wide picks. Now, this is... uh. This is across the entire website, right? So if there are thousands or tens of thousands of leagues with, you know, a hundred people each, it's all of those selections. It is not unique to my pool that I'm in. So this becomes available basically on Monday of every single week. So before the tournament starts, you are able to see this. So for example, I'm recording this right now the week of the Mexico Open. When this information first started to come out, Tony Finau was about 33% owned over the course of the week. It dropped a little bit, dropped a little bit, dropped a little bit, and then the final number was 27%. But it gave us it, it gives you, starting basically on Monday, a really good idea of what the projected ownership is going to be because the site-wide selections generally hold up within your pool, right? Obviously, there's times it might not, but these are very, very good. So this gives us an accurate 
representation of ownership. So for example, let's actually, let's go back to our original example. I said, you know, I, I bet Sung Jae-in was pretty popular at the American Express. Let's find out. Yes. And, and he, he was, he was the most used golfer for the American Express at 18%. So when you looked at that, when you sat here on Wednesday and looked at this and said, wow, Sung Jae-in is going to be the most popular golfer this week at a golf course that he has had a ton of success at. Well, guess what? There are three other golf courses in which he has had similar or better results at where he is certainly not going to be as popular. It's probably not going to be 18% again because only so many people can use him. So whatever we get to the Wyndham Championship, Sung Jae-im is very likely to be significantly lower owned than 18% on a golf course that he is technically a hair better on. Future value, right? That That's the idea. Do you have the willpower? Do you have the strategy, the stamina to save a pick? It's a good question. Thank you. I posed it myself. So when you see a week where a golfer is bearing down on 30% of projected ownership, like Tony Finau was for the Mexico Open, you have to look at that and say, wow, it's a full field event, 30% of people. The golf is really hard. Is there a better spot that I could play Tony Finau, a place that he's better at? Well, the answer is yes. There are uh, a couple of golf courses that he has more experience on and he has been phenomenal at. And also there are golf course, there, there are tournaments coming up in which you are going to get him at a much lower ownership. So of, of part one and part two that we've discussed already, when you sat here on Wednesday and looked at Tony Finau for the Mexico open, you should have came up with an answer to part one as yes, there's a better, uh, there's a better place to play him. And yes, there is a place in which uh, he has, he is going to have lower ownership. So you should have said yes to both of those questions. The third question would be, is there a better or bigger purse that I could play him at? Now, the answer to that, uh, always depends, right? I mean, there, you're going to find a lot of guys, of course, there's a bigger purse coming. The playoffs are coming or major championships are coming or whatever that might be. And maybe Tony Finau is not one of those guys, right? There, there's a small group of guys when we start heading down path number three that are worthy of holding for a large purse. Admittedly, Tony Finau is probably not that guy. So when you would have asked your question about Tony Finau this week, you would have said yes. There's a place that I can get him that he's been better at or equal to. Yes, there is a place that um, he will be lower owned. And and probably no, is there a place where I would play him with a um with a with a bigger purse? So let's let's go back to that. So this is where the two points intersect between mistake number one, part three that people make and mistake number two. This is, this is where they intertwine. And this is where the ideas are very, very abstract and why I wanted to find a way to make it more tangible, to make it more data-driven and to actually be able to answer these questions effectively. So this, a lot of you know this already, this, this past uh, off season, which is very short in golf, I flew to Denver. 
I met up with the guys at Pool Genius and I collaborated and I consulted on a one and done tool that helps with all of this. And you've seen me show this before, but this is really huge. And this is still very much in its infancy. There's a lot being added to this all the time. I'll put the link in the description. You can go get a free trial right now. But what this tool is doing and what it is going to do not only answers idea one, part three, but idea two. And idea two is league-specific game theory. There is a lot of game theory that goes on in one and done. Where people fall down are is at league-specific game theory. So um, when I do my Wednesday live chats, I get a lot of questions. Should I play Sam Burns or should I play Colin Morikawa in one and done this week? And I'll do my best to give you an idea, but I truly do not have enough information to answer that question accurately because it depends on what your risk tolerance is, who you have already used, uh, what purse is remaining, if there's any quirks in scoring, how many, like your position, all that stuff, all of that stuff, I don't have the answers to. And that's where this one and done tool comes into play. So here it is. Here is what this tool allows you to do. And it encompasses a lot of what I've just been talking about. So this is basically the short list that you would get every single week. And it knows who I have already used. Xander Shoffley, Ludwig, Sam Burns, right? Those guys are crossed out. And then it's using those items that we talk about regularly, recent form, course history, the betting odds, how are those odds moving? And is there a better place to play that golfer? What is the future value of that golfer? And it gives you a short list of names, the pick grade. I I honestly just sort by pick grade, quite frankly, because that's doing all the work for me. And it it ranks my guys, Rory McIlroy, 96 out of 100, Colin Morikawa, 91 out of 100, Patrick Cantlay, 90. I could keep going, but these are, you know, these are guys I'm not really considering for this week. And this is custom to me and it's changing and updating over time. So remember when I said, is there going to be a spot to use Tony Finau at a, at a better purse? Well, Season Planner gives you an idea of that, right? So, so this looks at all of the purses that are remaining. So the biggest purse that anyone can win this year, barring, you know, barring, uh, we don't, technically the major championships don't have to announce their purses until like whenever they want. The Masters does it like Friday sometimes of, of tournament week. So as of right now, the biggest purse anyone can win is four and a half million dollars at the players championship if you win it. And it goes down from there. You know, there's basically 12, 12, 12 payout positions that are $3.6 million or more. And the idea of having this short list of golfers, golfers that you're going to be able to use or should be able to use is valuable. So when I would have asked that question about Tony Finau, it, you know, is there a spot for Tony Finau at a higher purse? Well, the answer is probably not, right? I, I, I wouldn't have really used him anywhere. I, I would have maybe used him in the second tier. I don't think I would have used him in the first tier. So this gives you helps to give you an idea of the caliber of golfer that you should be using in each one of these events. And it's just very easy to look at like, hey, you know, keep it simple. Um, here's a short list. That's what I want, right? I think, I think in when we were 
building this tool, a lot of the conversation was around what do we want the end user to get? What do I want to get? I mean, I'm basically the guinea pig here, right? We're basically using it as how I use one and done tools. You know, I don't want to be given a pick. Some people do. I don't. I want a short list, a data-driven short list, and then I'll make the decision from there. And then whatever decision I make will be adjusted on for future selections right? That to me is the best way to do this. So that is the way that this product came out. So that's part of, of point number two, the, the, the things that you're doing, the decisions that you're ma- making and the mistakes that people are making are, are not league specific. All of this stuff needs to be customized to you. You should see the questions that I get. Hey, Rick, my one and done gives a prize for the exactly 20th best player. I have to pick three a week, but it has to be someone within the top fit. Like the amount of rules and stuff that you guys come up with is amazing. I love it, but it's all very, very specific to you. So, so when you, when you're asking me a question on a live chat, should I play this person or that person in a one and done? I need to know more, right? That that's really and what happens is the the longer the season goes on, the more important the league specific stuff becomes. Imagine the difference between week two, where everyone is basically tied, choosing between Rory McElroy and Scotty Scheffler, or week twenty one, week thirty two, where you're trying to choose between Rory McElroy and Scotty Scheffler, yet the purses are different, your position, is different. You might be trying to hold off chasers. You might be trying to make up ground. You might be able to see how many people ahead of you have used each one of those golfers. You know there's not any purses left. There, the longer you go in the season, the more important your specific league and situation becomes. I cannot stress that enough. So the way that this was built, the way that we built this tool is it allows you to put in the specifics of your league for as many leagues as you're in. I'm, you know, I'm in a lot, right? I'm in, I'm in a bunch on Splash. I'm in uh, 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 my own, right? On, on RunGoodGolf.com. I've got, I've got a lot going on here. So what this allows you to do, and I won't, you know, I won't go through the whole thing, but it allows you to put in how many entries you have, the entry fee, how many people are getting paid out, what tournaments are included. Do you ever need to pick multiple golfers? Because all of this is critical to finding the answers to those questions that we've been asking throughout the entirety of this video. And then what you do is you put your picks in as you go along so that you can, so that it knows how much money you've used or how much money you've won, which golfers you've used and how to go from there. It, it really, it, this is, I, I cannot stress this enough. This is like barely even V1. There's a lot more stuff that's coming to this and it's already saving me so much time every single week and giving me like legit confidence in, in picks that I have to make. Now I'm, I'm biased here, right? Like I had a hand in making this, right? A lot of, a lot of what you see here comes from the way that I play one. So obviously I think it's great. Obviously I do. It's just like rickrungood.com. Obviously, I think rickrungood.com is great. 
you should go check this out. There's a free trial. Like, go check it out. And if you like it, that's great. But I just think that this saves you so much time, gives you peace of mind, and and is only going to get insanely, insanely better. You know, this isn't this isn't their first rodeo at Pool Genius, right? They they do great data driven tools for March Madness and NFL Survivor and all that stuff. So like very confident in in the products that that come out of this. And you know, it it just it just goes back to making a smart informed decision. Would you ever like you know, even if you get to the end of the year and you have Rory McIlroy left and you're in last place, it doesn't matter. Right, you you have squandered your opportunity. You have squandered your your reasoning for saving Rory McIlroy. Everybody ahead of you is probably going to use him. You know what I mean? It just there is just so much more involved now than there's ever been with the purses, the information that's available, how things are changing constantly, and and the, that's what the goal of this tool is. So, it, the 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 biggest mistake. The biggest mistake is not understanding how your position and your league affects your picks. The good news is, um, I mean, we're in, in getting into the meat of the one and done schedule right now. So you can obviously sign up for this. I mean, you, you don't have to sign up for it. It's a, there's a free trial, but like use these ideas, right? The idea of future value, the idea of making sure you're making decisions that are unique to yourself. And then, uh, so you can, I mean, obviously you're going to need something through the rest of the year, but also if you want to get into a one and done, um, for the first time ever, what we did on splash was we created a player's championship and majors three and done. So you've got to pick three players for the players, (laughs) three players for the masters, three players for the U S open, three for the PGA, three for the open, right? So you're gonna pick 15 golfers in total. You're going to pick three a week. You can only use them once a very unique, very interesting. It's a $500 entry. Um, we're trying to get over, we're trying to get like 460 entries would fill it 200 and something thousand dollars in the purse. If, if we get there, it'll be 25 K for first. And also there are payouts for each tournament. So even if you, uh, don't do well overall, but you do well for one, one event, um, you'll, you can make money as well. It's, it's fully regulated and legal in like 40 or more States. So you can get involved in that. I'll put the link in the description as well. And, and really what I'll be doing is I'll be putting these rules back into the pool genius tool, starting a new entry and going from there. Actually, let's just do it together, right? So we'll just call that, we'll just make a new entry. We'll call it splash uh, three and done. I've never played in a three and done, but let's, let's do it. So we'll call it three. Okay. Where is this pool hosted? It's hosted on splash. How many entries are in the pool? So I'm just going to use if we fill it and then I can come back and edit it later if that is not true. How many entries are you playing? One entry fee, 500. How many season long payouts are there? The answer to that is 50. Okay. So top 50 are going to get a prize. First place, rough numbers, uh, 25,000. Second place, 20. Third is 16,700. Fourth is 12,500. Fifth is eighty three hundred, and it's doing this so that it knows. Like, if it was a very top heavy payout, right? It would want to know that. This is why the the, the contest rule, like knowing your thing, matters. Eight hundred and thirty five dollars for fiftieth. Does your pool offer any types of other prizes? Yes. Uh, top 
three payouts for each event. Next, what tournaments are included? Okay, so I need to check, uncheck everything but the players and the majors. So we are just going to do that very quickly here. It's defaulted to like the standard events. So that should just be five events. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So that looks good to me. And then do you ever need to pick more than one golfer? Yes, I do. See, this is important. We are going to, you have to pick three at every one of these. Boom. So now it knows. Does your, does your pool include any non-standard rules or features? No. Uh, does this look good to me? Yes, it does. Save. Okay. So now I should have a splash three and done. Yeah. So there we go. So when the player's championship comes out, when that field is available, I'll be able to analyze it and I'll be able to save my picks. Obviously, if I need to make any edits, I can do that. But very like, I love the direction this is headed in. And I think it is the end game. I think it's, I think it solves the two big problems that people make. And even if you're not using it, think, think about future value. Think about your tournament, your league specifically. I hope that helped. I think it's different, right? But, uh, yeah, let me know if you have any questions. I'll, everything that you need, I'll put a link in the description for go, go check it out. But, uh, best of luck and I'll talk to you guys soon.